You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? I, Doc, I need reggae air horns every time I say what's going on, everybody, because I, I just hear, like, confetti behind me, mm. and I hear... Bah, 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 bah. You, you, you're imagining it's, um, it's the scene from, from Godfather, that Black Republican sample. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Just um, with reggae horns. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Uh, if you should know by now within the first 30 seconds of this, of this conversation that you're listening to clock radio speakers, I'm your host Armand. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand wake up, A R M O N D wake up all one word joined by my co-host doc. What's going on? My good man. Happy, uh, belated Memorial day. Appreciate that. Um, and to you as well, sir. Um, yeah, no doubt. I, uh, I did not serve in the military, but my family's military. And of course you did serve in the military. So I'm, I'm sure that holiday means more to you than others. I mean, I, fortunately, none of my none of my uh, my fellow airmen died, so you know, it's really just a day off. <laughs> but shout out to all of those. I know I have airmen friends. Some of my my fellow airmen have friends who died, so you know, rest in peace. Shout out to to them. That's such a rapper thing. Rest in peace. Shout out. You could at least anyway. pour, you could at least pour a little something out for him. Pour out a little liquor. Well, I mean, what, you know, whatever it is, I, you pour, know, I, got, I got some tea here, but I'm not pouring that out. But, you know, I would pour water out of my canteen. That's what I would do. Mm. It's very appropriate. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, so so we, we took a we took a week off. It fit, did, didn't it feel like two weeks. Felt like a long time. So last it week. Did. So last week was uh, was this is Kairos week. Yeah. Kairos week. Um, yeah. And, and we, we did a little we did a little something live. Yeah, um, this is Kairos, the moments behind the moment. Shout out to my man, Tyler Burns. Great conversation. It really could have went on for another hour. Really felt like we scratched the surface. Um, but, you know, you can go to armandwakeup.com and watch that uh, if you want some insight. Not only to just Kairos, but it, it really felt like an episode of Clock Radio Speakers where Tyler was the host and right. Doc and I were guests. So, you know, we really, well, especially Doc, Doc really nerded out. Um, on some technical things uh, regarding Kairos that I didn't even know about, which was which was super dope. So, ArmandWakeUp.com, watch all that good stuff, yada yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Kairos Week was a success, man. So you know, thank all you guys for supporting it. You know, um, had a few little few hiccups, but you know, we powered through those. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, uh, you know, uh, Google Hangouts not always the most reliable. Yo. <laughs> Yo, as hard as I ride, yo, as as hard as I ride for Google as an Android stand, mm. there's no reason why Google Hangouts should be that 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 difficult. No reason. Right, right. The the buffoonery. I, I, you know what? I, you know I got to give credit to to 2014 though because we're sitting here complaining about a free service that allows yeah. three people to connect to each other via video while it's broadcasting live on the internet. Yeah, and automatically saves to YouTube if you right. wanted to. Oh man, that's not even a first world problem. That's like you just way to way to convict the entire room, Doc. Appreciate it. It's, it's all good. It's all good. So, uh, so what have we missed? What do we got going on? We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot. Um, we got we some breaking switch. news. Yeah, what's the breaking news? So we record this. It is uh, Wednesday night, May twenty eighth. Um, and even though it was long rumored, it is official that Apple is buying Beats and. Jimmy Iovine has stepped down from Interscope. Right. 
my very first question is, what does this do to Aftermath? Who? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, I guess the question is, what does that do for Slaughterhouse and Kendrick, right? Right. I mean, TDE, right? Well, TDE, because TDE, Kendrick is directly on Interscope. Uh, no, Kendrick is on Aftermath and Interscope. Oh. Schoolboy is just an Interscope. And okay. everybody else gets these little iTunes releases. Yep. They signed the CD baby. They signed the tune core. Oh, no. <laughs> no diss. No diss. Now that you know what? They're just they're just right to iTunes. Yeah. No diss. Um But uh but yeah, you know what was really interesting is so the original leaked the original like leak of the purchase price was three point two billion, ends up being three billion, which is really two point six now and four hundred mil a little later. Yeah. Um, and uh if you read uh Apple had a press release and then they also had like a letter to like their internal employees explaining the deal. This is really about Beats Music and it's about the, Jimmy uh, and it's about Jimmy Iovine. So it's about the streaming service. It's about the streaming service and it's because about I heard, it's about Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine coming over. So I have two questions for you. Right. One, um well, I guess my first question is does the iPhone 6 which I saw a uh there's a lot, a lot of leaks right now, yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's pretty much. So, does that mean it's joining the ranks of the HTC One, which already has beat speakers? I, and is I would be so. First of all, like the way that like sort of Apple moves, like they're already planning the iPhone success and everything. You know, six S. Oh, I like that. Sounds like success. Um, <laughs> you, you have been hanging out with rappers way too long, buddy. Listen, you just put out something called. This is Kairos moments behind the moments, not the moments. Nah, nah. We're giving you the moments behind the moments because Kairos is a moment. So so that's some real rappers. But anyway, boom, boom, bang, bang, gang signs. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, what, the, what was I talking about? Oh, so Apple's like Apple's planning this stuff out like you know, right. Um, but I I don't think it's gonna alter that so much as. <clears throat> I'm pretty. And, and the other thing is, I I'd, I'd be stunned. I mean, Apple is notoriously hesitant to put anything but its own little simple apple logo like they, their yeah. phones don't come with verizon logos or any of that stuff yeah yeah it's just yeah, a little yeah. apple thing so I, yeah if there's a little beats thing i mean maybe that's possible but that would be just that would actually be almost a bigger deal than anything else apple put another logo on it but this means a couple of things for them so number one people don't really realize this apple's pretty small in terms of how many people work for it Mm. like considering how much money they generate and everything else they don't actually have as many employees they don't have as many employees as say like google or something like that i was gonna say because google google's like a campus well they have multiple campuses okay they have like a whole block in new york like they're they're ridiculous (laughs) um but um so this means that the itunes team gets to do itunes still and now beats music they get a whole team dedicated to streaming so that's that's one thing um the other thing is you know so for jimmy they probably need him to help negotiate content deals because the you know everybody is scared off by what they perceive as apple doing with music right they perceive that apple got too much of a free ride with itunes when itunes first came out Mm -hmm. so that's why we haven't seen like some reimagining of like oh well now you can buy tv this way similar to how they changed the game with with itunes but that's because the tv industry is terrified that they're going to get raked over the coals by apple again so having Jimmy come in to help do content negotiations is huge. In the meantime, while that's all ramping up, Beats Electronics, the whole company, generates over a billion dollars in revenue a year. Yeah. Which is 
pretty good. So that makes them a little bit of money. And what was it's all right? What was interesting? Well, not I mean Apple level. Goodness, <laughs> um, they bought the company no, for no, three. They amazing. bought the company for three billion. They make that. I mean, they like they. That's a, that's a day's worth of revenue. That's for them. yeah. That's serious. But um, what was interesting is they're not really focusing on the headphones. And in fact, their letter to like internal Apple employees says that they're excited to have the Apple like engineers and hardware people work on the Beats headphones. Yeah. Because Beats headphones don't sound good. Uh, you don't say. Right. They sell for a lot of money. They're a valuable brand. and They're, they're cheaply made. Right. So you can say what you want about, you know, if you don't like Apple products or whatever, but the hardware itself is typically very well made. Yeah. Right. The iPhone is very well made. The MacBooks are, you know, solid metal. I mean, they're, they're very well made, right? Right, 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 right. So, I see where you're going. Yeah. So if Apple gets, and plus Apple's scale is insane, like the amount of hardware that they push out. So if they can bring that, I'm not saying I want metal headphones, but you know, if they can bring that sort of level of quality to sure. Beats, I mean, I think that's just, that's even better. Yeah. They'll probably, when, go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was going to say, when do you see like a, a, an, a, a MacBook with a, like a case around it? Like, <laughs> I very rarely see, you know, most for the most part, they're naked. No, I, there's a lot of MacBooks that have cases on them. I mean, um, college campuses. Why? People, can I be honest? I'm going to be stereotypical. Yeah. yeah. Girls want color. They get like okay. the pink thing that clips on the back or like, yeah. Okay. So it's it's for that reason. And it's not because they feel like if they drop it, it's going to shatter in a million pieces. Right. But like, think of what Apple's done with the 5C, where it's like the brightly colored plastic. Like, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we might see some interesting things happen there. But no, this is about... Sure. Because I mean, yeah, cause Apple, cause Beats already does that with their headphones. They've got right. the, the color line. Yep. Right. But then the other thing to keep in mind is for the first time ever this past year, iTunes sales have dropped. Word. Yeah. Streaming. So this is why they need to get into streaming. Streaming is a real thing. And so they could, sure, they could probably take their, they could take their people away to, you know, or hire some people and put this whole thing together, or they could just buy beats. Like they're solving a couple problems. They need help right. negotiating content. They, you know, they, they see how much the, they see how much beats is making. And then they need a streaming service that is, well-reviewed, but frankly, doesn't really have a ton of people using it yet. So they still get to sort of put their Apple imprint on it, you know? Right. Because I, I very rarely see people who aren't in the industry using Beats, Beats streaming. It's right. Spotify's still king. Right, right. So this will be interesting to see where this goes. Um, Apple has all sorts of interesting things they could do with something like this. If you think about like how they could have apps interact with it. Um, there's an app for, for uh, iPad and iPhone called DJ. It's D and then yeah. J spelled out. They just announced Spotify integration. Yep. I so, heard about that. And which is I incredible totally went to the Play DJ. Store. Right. That's incredible if you're a DJ. So, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, if Apple has Beats Music and if they, like, maybe not right now, but pretty soon, what if Beats Music, maybe you don't get the whole thing, the premium package for free, but what if you get some sort of ad-supported thing? Every uh, every new iPhone owner, like, next year, hypothetically, Beats Music for, you get streaming music for free, but with ads, and, oh, by the way, if you're an app developer, you get to assume that everybody who has this phone could tap into the service. So there's all sorts of interesting things you could do there. I agree. All right. I can't I believe we talked about that much about Apple and Beats. Um, speaking of because music I believe stuff. They offered, I believe oh, they ahead. offered a last thing else. I believe they offered a, I think they extended the trial. 
think they have a seven day trial. Now it's 14 days. It was 14 and now it's 21. And I believe they dropped the price. It was 15 bucks a month. I think now it's 11. Right. The 15 bucks a month, I think, though, includes it's, it actually addresses the one problem that Spotify has, which is if you're like in any sort of couple or family, you, you have multiple people who want it. it that adds up real quick. Yeah, because nobody is, else can use my account. I think Beats is account. up to five devices for 15. Yeah. Which is that's OK. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. And if it works, if it works like Netflix, then it's good where, yeah, you know, as soon as you log like in, that. it tells you, you know, it asks you who's using this account. And then, you know, so say if it's, you know, the son or the dad or whatever, they have their own playlists and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Netflix. It's not even just that. But Netflix also um, they allow up to four simultaneous uses at once, I think. Okay. If you if I you want to go past that, I think you have to pay more. What? Yeah. Yeah, four sounds about right because right. four people definitely have my <laughs> 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 definitely have my Netflix um, at least. And, and Twitter and Billboard today announced a new little thing. Yeah, you sent the article to me, and I saw it a few days ago, but I didn't get a chance to read up on it. What is it? It's called the trending one forty, of course. Okay. It, the idea is it provides a real like sort of metric and concept to the idea of, oh, I'm hot on Twitter. Now, is this is this in real time? Yeah, pretty much. OK, or at least hourly kind of has to be. In real it's time. at least hourly. OK. Um, now, it's interesting because we talked about on the this is Kairos moments behind the moments little thing. This whole I, we were asked the question of what or I don't know if we asked the question. We certainly went to the topic of sort of. Christian hip hop artists sort of, I don't say fascination, but focus on the idea of getting on the iTunes charts mm-hmm. and how I was like, well, you know, that's a, that's a metric that, you know, is attainable even if you're not going to sell a hundred thousand copies in a week, because if you right. get your fan base focused and you can sort of get them at a certain time and you can bubble up and that's great exposure. Well, now that this trending 140 takes us to a whole different level, right? Because, I think the problem is right now, music labels, I mean, they're getting better at this, but this whole idea of, hey, you know, this person has 500,000 followers. What does that mean? Right. Right. But now it's like, oh, this person has on numerous occasions done this and we have these metrics from Twitter with Billboard's sort of name on it. It's it's inevitable, this this kind of stuff, right? I mean, we're already seeing, you know, YouTube hits count for, for Billboard. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it was, it was inevitable. Now, my question is, does, does this apply to mixtapes, singles? It applies to artists and like, so I'm going to go look it up right now. Trending 140. So, like, I mean, right now. Your girl, I always pronounce this wrong. It's Janae. Uh, Janae Akio. Thank you. Janae Akio. Oh, yeah. Stay, nah, we stay ready. We off that. St- stay ready. That is okay. number one right now. On the billboard hot On the trending 140. Which trending it, 140. The definition is it's the fastest moving songs on Twitter over the past hour. So like we got this new Birdman record. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Uh, there's a, you know, there's a lot of random stuff in here, but I'm guessing 
the answer is it doesn't i don't think it matters if it's mixtape or not yeah right i mean like here's an example like lana del rey shades of cool like that's a early leak from her next album right that's on here um what else is on here that maybe doesn't have an album associated with it yet like so you know one of the projects that we're going to review today is Wiz Khalifa's 28 grams like is anything on that was that was trending so right no is is anything what's interesting is they seem to be trying to sort of not just go with trending topics right but also really trending songs so more specific now how are they judging are they judging this by how many people are actually tweeting about this song and that's an excellent question there's an faq all right oh so there's there's two real-time charts there's the twitter trending 140 and up to the minute ranking of the fastest moving songs shared on twitter so they have to be shared on twitter okay um or twitter emerging artists a ranking of the most shared songs on twitter in the u.s by up-and-coming artists, which are defined as artists with fewer than 50,000 Twitter followers who have okay. also not appeared as a lead artist in the top 50 songs in the Billboard Hot 100. Hey, so we have a shot. <laughs> right? <laughs> so everybody, please. Okay, hold up. I was we got to pick please. one song. Okay, that's, that's going to be a problem. We're going to fight about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how are songs incorporated? So if you link to music listening platforms they list as examples spotify vivo and itunes but they don't limit it to that if you are using hashtags like now playing or hashtag np along with the song and artist name or just other sorts of various words like i'm listening to this song right now okay oh it's interesting so i'm sure now that you know you have your your um your apps that, you know, you can share music, you you can share from, you know, like I, so, you know, when Spotify or when SoundCloud, you hit share, you can share with your Twitter app right. and it'll list the name of the song. I'm sure now they're probably going to change uh, the way it's written to right, they're, coincide with that. Right. There are specific examples. Like if you use the artist official Twitter handle, like that okay. helps it, that helps the service recognize this. Okay. Oh, goodness. Oh, and you can immediately go, oh, of course, you can immediately like play this stuff back on Spotify or RDO or wherever it's available. Hmm, interesting. I don't know if this affects SoundCloud, which I wonder. But, um, boy, that's really interesting. Yeah, there's totally, so now this is really interesting. Now there's a, sort of a, hey, you want to help me out? Tweet this exact thing. Yeah. I want to look at this emerging artist list. You focus on one song, Doc. Right. Oh, this image. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're really. Oh, come on. You can't count TGT as an emerging artist. <laughs> that's just, that's disrespectful. Uh, did you ever see that that uh, that video when they were on the morning show in New York? No. And Genuine was like, not there while they were singing the song. So he was, he was just like in another galaxy. People were saying that he was on drugs, but he said that he hadn't gotten any sleep, any sleep and he took a uh, five-hour energy and mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it made him tweak a little bit. Funny video. Come on. I'm, I, everybody, how, how is Armand not listening to you? I mean, this really is for the most part like people who are really like under the radar. 
a couple Troyev okay. mentions. Okay. Um, who has one of my favorite songs right now? Oh yeah, what song is that? Your style. Mm. I like that record a lot. All right, so that's a lot of talk about stuff I didn't expect to talk about. What what else can we talk about right now? Um, I mean, speaking of charts, we can talk about how your girl, you my girl, the show is it because she is it because she's white? Oh, here you go. <laughs> that was real. That was racist of you. Like, is it because she's white? <laughs> I- Iggy Azalea. Yeah, she's on the top two songs in the country right now. That's crazy. So obviously, it's Fancy and Problem. Which one's number one? I believe Fancy's number one. Now I, I saw that posted, but is that oh that must be next that must be the upcoming charts because right now all of me is still technically John Legend yeah it's number one oh my god I know uh, but yeah fancy and the problem I, uh, did you see did you see the Plies did a remix to that <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is the most boring album of the last twelve months. The John Legend? Yes. There was a couple records on there. It sounded, like I said I said on Twitter yesterday, it sounded like songs that Kunta Kente would sing the bell. Like, they just sound like Negro spiritual date songs. Like, if I was out in the field picking cotton, if I was out, pick, if I was out in the field picking cotton and I saw a girl that I liked, those would be the songs that I'd sing to her during that time period. It's just slow and boring and depraved and depressing, but full of love. So I don't know, man. Anyway, anyway, um, had to clarify that I, somebody asked on the Twitter. Yesterday. We haven't talked about Iggy much in the show. No, we have not. Did you listen to her album? No. Okay, I didn't. Either. I don't really find her compelling as an artist. Yeah, I think I, her success is fascinating. Yeah, I did like My World. That was know. the that was one of the first records that kind of broke her out. That beat that beat was really really dope. Um, but yeah, she's not as an artist. She's kind of weird, but you're right. Not compelling, but you know, to echo you, her, her success, the level of success that she's reaching, you know, with, you know, just her fan base is very intriguing and very interesting. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it's funny. I made the joke earlier, but I mean, I'm assuming skeptics will immediately point to the fact that she's white. Oh, they have. And they're saying she's the new queen of hip hop. She's knocking Nikki off, yada, yada, yada. Right. I would say she's not afraid to make pop records. And I'll say the same thing about Nikki. Well, I want to talk about Nikki's new sing- single in a second. But, you know, um, Fancy is a pop record. I still problem, haven't heard this song. Problem. I want a lot. That beat, man. That, those horns. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard it. It um, yeah. You you need to hear because you know they're they're really doing a good job of trying to take do, do that. It's a nice little little throwback summer song. Um, you call her you call her the new uh new Macklemore. Before we started the show, I, what do I do we do we need to talk about him? What about him? I mean the uh, our now we don't have to talk about the Jewish thing, but like, I is mean, he in trouble? Why would he be in trouble? He hasn't done anything. He's on tour. I know, but, you know, does he need to, like, you know, put out a freestyle or something? Or something? Does anybody want to hear a Macklemore freestyle? No. Um, <laughs> I, 
No, uh, he clearly <laughs> doesn't have, you know, we talked about this on the, on the thing last week. He doesn't have the, uh, he's not insecure about himself and about what he's doing as an artist. Say what you will about him, but he knows his job right now is to go and tour the entire world and make a ton of money. Like a ton of money. Yeah. Now he's going to have the problem of, okay, what do you do next? But he's fine. I mean, they milk that album forever. I don't think, I don't think people, yeah, I don't think people want to hear anything new from him right now. Okay. I think he's okay. Okay. Just curious. Um, no, I mean, the, the, the comparison between Iggy and Macklemore is more of the fact that Iggy's kind of ignored by uh, sort of, I don't know if I call it mainstream hip-hop, but sort of at least hip, hip-hop people who write online, right? The blogs that we read, um, mm-hmm. people who at least post in my circles on Twitter. She's not exactly, a, you know, people aren't exactly quoting uh, Iggy lines, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, she's derided as either, frankly, well, she's white. That's all she's got going for. Or, well, she's pop or she's not hip hop or some other sort of, you know, that's not what we're doing sort of thing. Much like with, with Nakamura to a certain degree. Now he has, I mean, certainly his, his album had sort of, I don't want to say more bonafide. That's not the word I want to use. Um, I like Macklemore's music more than I like Iggy's. But I think the way that their success has sort of taken the the tastemakers online by surprise is not, you know, it's interesting. And I think it sort of once again proves that, you know, just because you got a blog or just because you have a podcast like us doesn't mean that that you know what's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And, you know, again, she dropped on the same week as Future. And you've got Future, who has massive hit records with a lot of people. Right. And nobody's talking about his album. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we still talking about... People are still kind of talking about Move That Dope, right? I think that's that's on the summer soundtrack for this year. I gotta say, I'm still stunned by the success of that record, but I'm happy because it's a dope record. Yeah. That's a dark Mike Will beat. Yeah. That's a that's a street single. That is a street single because that, the the single was the honest. Kanye. Oh, was that? I thought no. Nah, I thought it was I won. Oh, you're right. I won. And nobody's talking about that song. You know, it's interesting. That situation reminds me of another. I mean, not quite because Two Chains had two hit records. But remember, Two Chains had both um, the Drake record and Birthday Song at the same time, kind of. Were those at the same time? Because I thought Birthday Song came out like after after that. It did, but I feel like that record took a long time to kind of catch on. Maybe. I felt like it was. I, th- I think Birthday Song when we reviewed Two Chains album, which we're going to talk about as EP, which is really it's which is a really interesting discussion. It should be. Um, I think Birthday Song was one of those records that people were already already playing off of the album. Like it was getting spins in the club, and DJs were playing it on okay. mix shows because they knew it was a hit record. And but they didn't officially release it till some time later. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was trying to make a comparison. I don't think anything's really there. I would just say I just don't think it's that great of a record. Um, what I won? Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I feel like, in a sense, like did Future miss his moment? I'm not I saying he. His I, album, I think his album came out too late. Right. He. It's not to say he couldn't have future moments, but. You know, ha ha ha, pun intended. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, 2011 and 2012 really set him up. Last yeah. year, he he was on some big records. 
Yeah, he should have dropped that to the Rihanna record. Right. He should have dropped that to the Rihanna record. They took way too long. He should have had an EP or something like ready to go. Same thing with um, Juicy J. You know, Juicy J took way too long. Put out a dope album. Really uh, right. dope album. I mean, considering his admitted limitations as an MC. Yeah. He, but, I, he, but I'm not. Go ahead. He embraces his lane. Yeah. He knows what, what not, to do. I'm not expecting lyrical miracles in your swimming pool from Juicy J. I'm not expecting like a life changing album. That album is a great. That album is a great album to work out to and run to. And if you just want to hear some ignorance when it's hot out, play the Juicy J album. Right. Um. But he. But if that album would have came out right after Bands and Make a Dance, I think we'd be having a different discussion. As you said, with future moments, Juicy J is good because he did the Katy Perry, the Katy Perry record. That Katy Perry record. Oh, man, what a great transition because Dr. Luke produced that Katy Perry record. Um, that Katy Perry record sounds. Sounds like Mike Will. Sounds like trap music. So yeah. it's no surprise that when Nikki did her new single, she reached out to the same guy who produced Starships. Yeah. But. I think Dr. Luke produced Starships. Um, uh, I think he did. But this time, she got the new trap-infused Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, Dr. Luke. Yep. For pills so, and potions. Pills and potions. How was this record doing, by the way? I need to search Billboard. Hold I don't know. Because I've checked the trending 140. <laughs> um, well, actually, before I... Let me ask you. How do you, how do you feel about it? Um... I think it's going to work. The yeah. hook is money. It is. Shout out to Esther Dean. The hook is money. Um, I can just hear it like, I can hear like, you know, MTV True Life, my parents won't accept me or something like that. And then like that moment of the show where they try to reconcile and the other person isn't trying to hear it. I could just imagine like just some kid in Idaho walking with his head down. And then I still love, I still love. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just perfect for that. Um, the one thing I'll say that I don't like about the record is like the beat is super soft and Nikki is like rough. Like she's right. like, she's too tough on that record as it, far as her delivery and her, and her, uh, her diction and her voice. Right, it almost needed a moment where the beat just goes like bonkers and then kind of comes yeah. back down, like that 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 dynamic sort of sound. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess I guess they did that on the hook, sort of, but a little bit. Yeah, it it needs a it need that's not a big beat. It needs to be a little bigger, you know. But the conceptually, I'm not mad at it at all. I think it's actually a good single for her. I just don't know if that's what people want to hear from her. You know, I I heard a good. I heard a good uh, argument for Nikki. Um, she's she's stuck. You think she's stuck? And it's and it's not her fault. Where, you know, she did the Starships and all those records, and they didn't want to hear that. They said we wanted the old Nikki back. We want the old Nikki back. Then she goes she goes back, and for the last year she's been rapping. She's the old Nikki, and now they're saying, oh, she's regressing because she's only doing hip hop. Like, she's stuck no matter what she does. And that, that's not fair to her as an artist. Well, that sounds like she doesn't know who she wants to be as an artist. I mean, does she not know? Or is it an instance where the fans, like, dictate the direction of your art, which is always a dangerous thing because 
fans don't know what the artist is capable of. They only know what the artist has done thus far. For her, the problem is she has her, her fan base is not monolithic. What does that mean? <laughs> I have not been in school in a long time. Uh, you work at a school. It is. <laughs> her fan base is not one consistent block of people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's yep. the people who want to hear Hood Rat Nikki. Yep. There's the people who know her from Starships and the and the Coke commercials or Pepsi commercials, whatever. And Ellen everything. and yeah. Right. So yep. I agree. And you know, the people who are, are like who are writing online, they they want to hear like monster verses. But then yeah. Yeah. her label understand they've gotten a taste of that pop money through her. Right. And undoubtedly they want more. Right. So, the, so, I mean, it's not that she can't satisfy her fan base. It's that what is my fan base? How do I satisfy them both? I think for her, the strategy, I think she should really, I can't believe I'm say this. She should emulate the fabulous strategy. Really? Make what different projects for different audiences. Oh, yes. I agree with that. I, she does not, after this pink print thing, she needs to do small projects. That would be a great look. Or five. even you do the big studio project. Like the big studio album with the pop records and you're doing Ellen, you're doing all that stuff. Oh, and by the way, four weeks before the album drops, here's me going, just going grimy over, over original, half original beats and half whatever's hot at the moment. Like you, you could, there's a, there's a world where that works. She tried to do that on the last album. It didn't it, work. She chose awful beats. Yeah. So I, maybe, I mean, she kind of did that. I don't know. I feel like she was trying to be weird. Like she thought her thing was to be weird. Yeah, I agree with that. And since she's toned down her her approach has been there you go. Since she's toned down her look, she's not doing the wigs and the costumes and stuff. Her music is actually mirroring that as well. So if you Pills and Potions is a very simple song. Right. Um Chirac, yes, and I'm not saying I'm saying it with an E, not an A, because I'm a man. Um because I'm a man. Like the all the freestyles that she's done, Danny Glover, like those have all been approached in a simplistic manner right it's just the beat and bars so it's funny how those things marry each other but you're right she definitely i i know i heard that she was coming out with a mixtape i know she said that um but at this point she's only hyped up the pink print so i think she kind of missed her Mm. her her mixtape window at this point especially now that you've dropped the single the single because this is the single this isn't the warm-up i think this is the no, because joint, 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 joint. The only thing I can say about it though is it's the kind of record where a slow play, like they need to not give up on that record. Yeah, I, but I think this record, I think this record will be hotter in like a month, month and a half. Right. I think. I, it's a, think, I think it's I think a slow. It's, I think it's a slow play record. It's a slow burn. Yeah. Right. Um. Read. Speaking of, of 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 new new music that's been out, you man Kanye West. Yeah. Fresh off of getting married. Fresh off of getting married. Congratulations to him. We we we've got. In an Adidas commercial. Yeah, I think his line comes out in July, I think. June or Ju- I think it's July. It's a snippet of a record called God Level. What um, is this? I didn't hear it. What does it sound like? It, sound, it sounds like uh, something from the Yeezus sessions. All right. Well, then uh, <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave it where it is. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, if I'm wrong and if it's actually a new record, then that's fascinating because that would mean that for the first time in a while he's going to keep the same sort of sound. Now, it's I should say, I mean, it certainly, it doesn't quite sound exactly like Jesus, but you can certainly hear the influence. Um, 
it would be an if it's new, it's an interesting hint at where he's going. But it might just be something they that they had like lying around, or maybe something th- that you know that they reworked or whatever. I think he can't afford to do a Yeezus too. Mm. He's got to scale back on this new album. By scale it back, was, you mean give give the people what they want? Yes. <sighs> I know. I know how you feel, and people who listen to the show. It's weird. Like it's weird when people talk about our contrasting opinions. They always use that episode. You know what? Nobody thinks Yeezus is okay. They either think it's really good to great or the worst thing they've ever heard. So that's so that episode is just a reflection of, you know, the music market today. No, but I think that's really that. I mean, like, I, I can't. I've never. I haven't found anybody who has a because there's a lot of. Believe me, you're going to hear a lot of this from me today. Uh, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> sneak peek at the albums review, but um, no, nah, there's some good stuff on there. But anyway, um, nobody's, eh, eh, you know, about Jesus. It's either yikes or man. You know, there's <laughs> um, and even after like letting it sit for a while and people revisiting it, like it's still the same thing. Gotcha. Um, anything else you want to talk about before? Because we got some albums, we got some projects to talk about. Um, you, you want to talk about your I, man Fifty Cent? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Throughout the first pitch for the uh, for the Mets game, I forgot the baseball season had even started. <laughs> I completely forgot. But yeah, he threw the first pitch and it uh, didn't go well. The picture on Rap Rap Radar is hilarious because it's him like just about to wind up. And it looks like, remember growing up, we had like the Fred McGriff, like baseball instructional video things. Oh, yeah. Like it it looks like it's from like, it, it, it was like 20 years ago. And even then it looked 20 years old almost. And it would feature the guy who would like. You taught you how to throw like in sort of steps. Like first you'd like cock back yep. and then you'd go for it. That's what yep. 50 Cent looks like. He's following the Fred McGriff instructional video. Like he's doing the <laughs> forward. Like, you know. Oh, man. I miss those videos. They used to come on during the Little League World Series. And I would beg my dad to get me those videos. I always wanted that. And then I always wanted the, what were the shoes that had like the little platform on the front underneath to teach to like train your legs to jump higher. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what I you're talking about. I always wanted those. Yep. Man. 90s problems. Man. 90s problems. Man. Sorry. The 90s was the greatest decade ever in life. I mean. Cannot we- debate me. <laughs> you will lose that debate. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, oh, real quick. So Watch Dogs came out this week. What is Watch Dogs? It is a um, it's a video game that's kind of like GTA mixed with um, God, I don't know. <laughs> OK, it's based out of Chicago. And basically, you're kind of a vigilante who the Chicago is basically Chicago is controlled by like this computer system where everybody's information is in this computer system. You have the ability to hack it and you can basically access whoever you want in the city. You can access everything from, you know, police helicopters to bridges to traffic lights. You can still um, you can hack into security cameras. You can steal people's money out of the ATM like you can do pretty much anything, whatever you want. The point I wanted to make. Was that it came out 
it's been it's been rumored to come out for two years. Okay. It was supposed to come out in October. Um, and then Grand Theft Auto came out and crushed the building. So they pushed it back. And then they they said that they, they pushed it back, I think, to later in the year. And then they pushed it back again till May um, to coincide with the um, the next gen release, PS4, Xbox One, all that stuff. Right. And the reviews on the game have been largely meh. Mm. And I think part of that is because they hyped this game for two years. And it just reminded me of how you know, how we as rappers can get. We're just holding on to something and we think it's the greatest thing ever and we can't stop talking about it and we're hyping it up and we're hyping it up and we're hyping it up. And then it comes out and, you know, no matter how good it is, you know, the question is, would it be better had you not, had you shut up about it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, the, the game is cool, but, you know, it isn't amazing. Like, you know, they're putting out videos, 30 minute walkthroughs, like they're they're going in, they're showing all the intricacies and the details of the game, and you play the game, and it's like, okay, cool story, bro, riveting tale, but it's not like the first time you play Grand Theft Auto and you're like, what is this? And just change the game. D- does it Myth at least bleak, have some? Myth bleak in the house. Does it at least have some young child beats? Dude, no. The radio stations are terrible. Oh. It's not even a radio station. It's like. It's weird. Like, it's just a bunch of tracks and like the radio will randomly just come on like with some sort of announcement. You know what I'm saying? Like after you complete a mission, you know, there'll be some sort of announcement or something. The only two songs that they have that are worth talking about are Feds Watching and Curtis Mayfield Moving On Up, which some of you, once you hear the song, you'll know that it samples Kanye West or it's the sample for Kanye West Touch the Sky. I was going to say, yeah, Curtis sampled Kanye. He yeah, he sure he, did. He inceptioned him he, before he, he knew it. He sure did. Um, all right. So you sound kind of nonplussed. Yeah, I mean, I'm still playing it. You know, okay. it's only been a it's only been a day. Fortunately, I didn't buy it. Shout out to Redbox for the one time. <laughs> um, you know, I got man, I got a, I got a concert coming up in a month. Man, I got a stay, and I got a baby and a and traveling this summer and stuff. I can't be throwing out $60 on no games, huh? This ain't no game for these games. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool for a red box, but you know, if you pay $60 for it, you know, I'm sure you you might feel a little gypped. Mm. The jippery may be a little high, but okay. I just wanted to throw that out there. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.